welcome indeed to Hotbox 52, in which we find ourselves delving once again into the piano files. This time we're in the key of T. And as usual, there are more pianists than will fit reasonably comfortably into the time we have, but we'll do our best. And also, as usual, there are a couple of big names that kind of dominate the file. One, indeed, being perhaps the most iconic of all jazz pianists, legendary not only for his piano playing, but also for his prodigious appetite for alcohol, which seemed to do little to impair his playing piano. So let's open the file with T for Tatum. Uh, We should perhaps reflect on the famous quote from Fats Waller. Uh, When Tatum entered a club where Waller was playing, Fats interrupted himself and said, I only play the piano, but tonight God is in the house.
Art Tatum there with Body and Soul, born 1909, died 1956, just 47 years of age. He occupied a pivotal position in jazz, really, uh, playing as he did at the time when traditional styles, exemplified by the aforementioned Fats Waller and the stride pianists, had become... Well, fully established, and perhaps jazz needed to move forward in every way, and Tatum was no stranger to classical music and classical harmonies. He even recorded a few classical pieces later in his career, and he brought a highly sophisticated harmonic sense um, to the older framework. I chose that recording of Body and Soul because it illustrated, I thought, quite well how Tatum transitioned from the earlier stride style to more sophisticated and complex harmonies, not to mention some pretty amazing high-speed playing. Well, it may seem odd now to jump from Art Tatum to Craig Taborn, a very current pianist, but I don't think so. Here's uh, Craig with his trio from 2012, a 2012 recording entitled Saints. <laughs> Thank you. 
Mm, nice overhang there, Craig Taburn there. Craig Taburn, he hails from Milwaukee originally, and uh, since college he seems to have had an almost picture-perfect career, starting out from graduation, working with uh, some of the most developmental leaders, including... Uh, for quite a long stint, uh, Chris Potter's Underground, that was in the early 80s, and then he began to establish his own leadership shortly thereafter, becoming an ECM recording artist in 2011. The trio you've just heard essentially uh, has been together for about eight years at the time of that recording. Um, It consisted of uh, Thomas Morgan on the double bass and Gerald Cleaver on the drums. Now, one of the problems of presenting a lot of uh, shows about piano players is providing sonic variety. Perhaps the inevitable piano trio becomes less stimulating to the listener after about an hour or so. And uh, this came to a head when I delved into the T-file. Nothing but solo and trio seemed to come to the surface. So with our next pianist, I went back to his roots, really, as a member of Art Blakey's Jazz Messengers. And it was a famous uh, version of the Messengers containing Lee Morgan and the great Wayne Shorter. The pianist in question is Bobby Timmons. He was the composer of a really a hit song called Dat Dare. And uh, he then uh, he describes in his line, he's described in the liner notes as a soul giant. Uh, This is his piece uh, for the Night in Tunisia session, which was one of Blakey's most uh, popular sessions. It's called So Tired. It's one of those classic blue note recordings from 1960, and it's a basic blues so typical of Blakey's band at the time. Thank you. 
heard Blakey and the Jazz Messengers there, featuring Bobby Timmons, the composer of that piece, and also featuring the great uh, uh, Wayne Shorter and Lee Morgan, the short-lived Lee Morgan. The piece, uh, written, as I said, by Bobby Timmons, was called So Tired. Well, if you know anything about Art Blakey, you'll know that it seemed as though every well-known musician in the whole world was at one stage in the Messengers or playing with him. And so no surprise that our next pianist, Billy Taylor, uh, played along with Blakey as fellow members of the Birdland House Band in New York City before the Messengers were formed. Well, beyond the confines of his playing, uh, Taylor became one of the most important educators and advocates of jazz music uh, with national radio shows and lots and lots of teaching positions through the 70s, 80s and 90s. He became a jazz master for the National Endowment of the Arts in the USA in 1988. And outside of jazz again, he composed a tremendous component of the civil rights movement. And uh, it was famously recorded by Nina Simone, although it doesn't really showcase um, jazz composition. It doesn't, certainly doesn't showcase his playing because the playing is by Nina Simone. It does showcase his composing ability and it's just worth hearing at any time. I wish I knew how it would feel to be free I wish I could break all the chains holding me I wish I could say all the things that I should say Say them loud, say them clear for the whole round I wish I could share all the love that's in my heart Remove all the bars that keep us apart I wish you could know what it means to be me Then you'd see
two sides to Billy Taylor. First of all, you heard Nina Simone, uh, I Wish I Knew What It's Like to Be Free, written by Billy Taylor. And then um, his own um, lovely interpretation of Wrap Your Troubles in Dreams, recorded in his 75th year, back in 1996, for his album Ten Fingers, One Voice. He was born in 1921 and he died in 2010. That's Billy Taylor. I turn to where can I go? How can I face this alone now? After the moments we've known, who can I turn to now? Who can I sing to? How can I smile? How can I wish on a star? Knowing the way that you are. Turn to now. We walked in the spell of the summer. We kissed in the wind and the rain. Now the enchantment is over. The echo and I remain. People are strangers who walk through the town. The ghosts in a lonely parade. Plans that we made. Who can I turn to some kind of record for the piano series here in the hot box we have four pianists with the same surname 
Taylor. Uh, first we had Billy, and then came Johnny Taylor, driving that version of the Alec Wilder song, Who Can I Turn To, sung gorgeously by Emily Conway. That was from her whole album tribute to that composer, Alec Wilder. Johnny Taylor is certainly one of the handful of pianists in Ireland in demand for just about every singer, and indeed just about every band in the land. And if you've been around the jazz events in Ireland, you will certainly have met Johnny. A really great and uh, versatile musician. He filled in for me during a live broadcast from the Guinness Cork Jazz Festival some some moons ago when the musician originally booked was, um, in the immortal words of the late Ronnie Scott, suddenly taken drunk. And uh, Johnny came into the studio with literally seconds to spare before going live and it didn't disturb him an iota. So now then, the third Taylor. This is from Britain. John Taylor. Thank you. 
The John Taylor trio there with the bass of Mark Johnson and uh, Joey Barron was on the drums. That's from their 2003 ECM album entitled Rosslyn. Uh, Sadly, Taylor died five years ago, just uh, 72. One of his early colleagues on the bandstand was John Sermon, whom you could have heard in the last Hotbox, Hotbox number 51, where we featured Sermon, who was heading for the Cork Jazz Festival. Uh, He worked and was very well known, well beyond his native Britain. He was a member for example, of Kenny Wheeler's Marvellous Quartet, among other high-profile bands. And this is Jackie Terrason.
the Jackie Terrasan trio with Leon Parker, the drummer, and Ugona Akegwo, the bass player. A long-time partnership there. Just one of those things of the piece, of course. He's something of a multinational, having uh, French and American parents, but being born in Berlin. Uh, one of the brave new wave of the 1990s, and as you heard, a very accomplished player who's really done a lot to establish newer, freer styles among the mass jazz audience. And uh, talking of multinational, we should now go to Francesco Turizi. He's a Dubliner, ah, but he's also an Italian, as the name suggests. He spans a wide range of music, from ancient to modern, frequently um, moving inspiration uh, um, and improvisation well beyond uh, established lines, and really into folk history and classical themes. This is a piece called Fotografia One, or Fotografia Uno, I should say, in Italian, um, from his 2008 album of that name. And the album features what he calls 15 pensierini, which are small essays based on a baroque baseline. So here's Francesco. short piece there from Francesco Teresi, Fotografia Uno or Fotografia One. I'm not sure uh, whether Francesco's around Dublin much these days, but if he is and you can see him in concert, try to catch his playing. is always interesting and sometimes challenging. Uh, and then we come to one of the 
true giants of all of jazz, the great McCoy Tyner. I have to say his last appearance in Dublin uh, was ruined for me by the presence of a thrash drummer who seemed uh, utterly inappropriate to the form of music being presented. But be that as it may, McCoy is a towering presence in any format with so much great music in his history. Most famously, perhaps, his stint with John Coltrane in the early 1960s, a role that he filled completely uh, by never being dominated by Coltrane, which was some claim. Uh, Since leaving Coltrane, he's primarily been a leader, of course, of his own groups, and to put it succinctly, he's really played with just about everybody of note in the music. This, uh, we're going to hear a quite long piece uh, from a quartet in 2006, Uh, Phenomenal it is. Joe Lovano on the tenor, Christian McBride on the bass and Jeff Tane Watts. It's called Walk Spirit, Talk Spirit.
Roy Tyner's composition, Talk Spirit, Walk Spirit, with the wonderful tenor playing of Joe Lovano. Well, now another complete contrast, and to a pianist uh, of perhaps equal influence as McCoy, uh, the begetter of a completely different style of piano right into the modern era, Lenny Tristano. Thank you. 
Lenny Tristano there with his long-time colleague and some would say disciple Lee Connitz on the alto, Gene Ramey and Art Taylor doing the rest of it. Uh, many listeners felt Tristano's style to be too cool, uh, lacking the burning emotion of the bebop and post-bebop players, some of whom we've already heard in the piano file for tea. Well, talking of which, I said we had four Taylors, and here's the fourth. Cecil Taylor. This is a tiny fragment of his Olim suite. It's called For the Water Dog. The extraordinary Cecil Taylor, who has stayed out, he stayed out of the mainstream at all times, maintaining his position as an exploratory and avant-garde player throughout his long career. A time, a time, a long time career, uh, because um, he was a true pioneer of free jazz. He just died last year, in fact, uh, at the ripe old age of 89. A true legend. And that leads us to our final tea file. Um, we'll have to omit the wonderfully named Sir Charles Thompson for lack of time, sadly, but I, I won't omit Joe Turner. No, uh, not that Joe Turner. This one was one of the handful of great stride pianists. Uh, many years ago, I was in Zurich in Switzerland and checking into a hotel when I heard some extraordinary stride playing coming from the bar. Uh, so you can guess where I spent the rest of the evening. It was Joe Turner who had spent the last quarter of his life in Europe and perhaps in so doing he denied himself the full status that he might have earned um, had he stayed in America and been part of the American pantheon of stride pianists. But he was great and I'm going to leave you with him. Uh, the next hot box will be all new stuff in about two weeks so look out for that and tell your friends. Find us in Jazz Island or indeed on Spotify. If you have been, thanks for listening. Thank you.